morning. Morning, gentlemen. Morning. morning. We have Pastor Christo with us today, so thank you for coming. And Thanks for having me. There'll be three of us looking at these readings. Let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O God, you are the strength of all who trust in you, and without your aid we can do no good thing. Grant us the help of your grace, that we may please you in both will and deed. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the 16th Sunday after Pentecost is from Amos chapter 6. Woe to those who are at ease in Zion and to those who feel secure on the mountain of Samaria, the notable men of the first of the nations to whom the house of Israel comes. Pass over to Calna and see, and from there go to Hamath. The, the great, then go down to Gath of the Philistines. Are you better than these kingdoms? Or is their territory greater than your territory? O oh, you who put far away the day of disaster and bring near the seat of violence. Woe to those who lie in beds of ivory and stretch themselves out on their couches and eat lambs from the flock and <clears throat> calves from the midst of the stall, who sing idle songs to the sound of the harp and like David invent for themselves instruments of music, who drink wine in bowls and anoint themselves with the finest oils, but are not grieved over the ruin of Joseph. Therefore they shall now be the first of those who go into the exile, and the revelry of those who stretch them out shall pass away. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. The epistle is from 1 Timothy chapter 6. Now there is great gain in godliness with contentment, for we brought nothing into the world, and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing, with these we will be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierce themselves with many pangs. <clears throat> but as for you, O man of God, flee these things. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I charge you in the presence of God, who gives life to all things, and of Christ Jesus, who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession, to keep the commandment unstained and free from reproach until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he will display at the proper time. He who is blessed, the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, who dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see, to him be honor and eternal dominion. Amen. As for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share, thus storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of that which is truly life. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. And the gospel reading for Sunday is from Luke 16. Jesus said there was a rich man who was clothed in purple 
and fine linen, and who feasted sumptuously every day. And at his gate was laid a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who desired to be fed with what fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, even the dogs came and licked his sores. The poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried, and in Hades, being in torment, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus to dip the end of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in anguish in this flame. But Abraham said, Child, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things, and Lazarus in like manner bad things. But now he is comforted here, and you are in anguish. And besides all this, between us and you, a great chasm has been fixed, in order that those who would pass from here to you may not be able, and none may cross from there to us. And he said, Then I beg you, Father, to send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they also come into this place of torment. But Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. He said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Well, there's a lot there. And the way I'm going to approach this on Sunday in the sermon, uh, my title, my theme, is Looks Can Be Deceiving. If you look at Abraham and, or I'm sorry, the rich man in this life, you look at him and other rich people in this life, it seems like everything's great. Looks like they have no issues or problems. In fact, a lot of people uh, covet money because if we have money, then there's the thought that, wow, everything will be great, everything will be good. And a lot of people are drawn to the rich um, in order to become rich themselves. And from all intents and purposes, the rich man on earth would have looked like someone who had it all, everything, didn't have a problem or, or an issue. But then if you looked at Lazarus, who was poor, who was a beggar, who who even um, had longed for just the crumbs that would fall from the master's table, we would look at him and you would think, well, that's not where we want to be. That doesn't look good at all. Uh, things look horrible for him. His future does not look bright. Um, but looks can be deceiving. Notice he ends up in heaven and the rich man ends up in hell. And um, But why? Well, the rich man believed in himself and his riches that he accumulated for himself. Um, Lazarus, there was nothing to look to himself for. He didn't have anything. He was forced to look outside of himself. And outside of ourselves, we have a Savior who comes to us to give us all of the blessings of heaven, all of the riches of heaven. Every Sunday, it might not look this way um, in, in, in terms of uh, uh, when we go to the table of our Lord. Uh, really, there's the, all of the riches of heaven are in simply a, a host and uh, the blood of the chalice. All of the riches of heaven are there. 
In fact, if you, but if you look at it, it looks like we're all a bunch of beggars, right? Like Lazarus. And yet, aren't we receiving the crumbs that fall from the master's table? The master being our Lord Jesus Christ. And through these crumbs, we become rich with God and one another. We ultimately have life with God and one another. And all of the riches of heaven throughout all eternity. Looks can be deceiving. There's more going on there than meets the eye. And so, I want you to think about, too, when Jesus suffered and died on the cross as he's hanging there, um, it didn't look good for him. It didn't look good for all who had put their hope in him because he was suffering and dying. Um, he was he looked horrible. People turned their faces from him. But it was through him that we have this life and salvation, all of the riches of heaven in Christ. Uh, we have all of the goodness of God. So how do we know where to look or what to look for, right? It's really not through our eyes, it's through our ears. We know what's good and what's bad, where our hope is found, not from what we see, but from what we hear from the Word of God. The Word of God created us. Through the Word of God, we are redeemed. Through the Word of God, we are brought uh, into the glory of God of heaven, to be with Jesus and angels, archangels, and all the company of heaven. Through the Word of God, we're given to see the truth of uh, where all of the blessings of heaven are found in and through Jesus Christ. So that's kind of where I'm going. I know it probably went on a little bit, but... <laughs> I, I don't know that I really have anything to Oh, God, you got it. Maybe just one, one thing to add here to think about is that Abraham was a wealthy man. Yeah, right. that's true. He yeah. was extremely wealthy. And, uh, you know, so it, this whole point of this parable is not that wealth is bad and, right. mm -hmm. and that it, you need to give everything up and become right. poor sure. in order to enter the kingdom of heaven because like I said Abraham was a wealthy man and at the end of the at the end of the story or the parable I know there's some discussion about that and we don't want to get into that right, right now but um, uh, Abraham said they have Moses and the prophets let them hear them and he responds right away no they're not going to listen to them they're not mm -hmm. going to listen to the word of uh, of the word of God, uh, Moses, the first five books, and then the, and the mm -hmm. writings after that. He says, no, Father Abram, but if somebody goes to them from the dead, they will repent. And I think kind of an interesting twist in this story is that there was that one that God had raised from the dead, and his name was Lazarus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had been in the tomb for four days. In fact, he even stank, and Jesus called him out. And what do they want to do with Lazarus right after, the, after that? In John's Gospel, it says, yeah. and then they plotted to kill him. Right. Um, so again, Pastor Mac, as you so well put, this is about uh, having your riches in the Word of God, and that's what Abraham did. He believed God, and it was counted mm -hmm. to him as righteousness. So just to yeah, and, and you think about that—not his works, not what he did, not his riches, right. but it, but he believed God, and God credited to him his righteousness. And then yeah, yeah, and 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 Jesus is risen from the dead, and there are people mm -hmm. who still don't listen to him either, mm -hmm. right? Um, I don't know. What do you, and that Timothy passage hits on some things, too. Well, and I, I, what I kept thinking about is the, these, these brothers of the rich man, um, they don't believe Moses and the prophets. Because to believe Moses and the prophets is to believe in Jesus Christ. Because it's all about Jesus. It's not about anything else. And so if, they, if they're not believing in, in the word of God, then 
even Jesus rising from the dead or Lazarus going back to them, well, that's, that's inconsequential because their trust and their hope is in their wealth. And perhaps even in saying, I'm such a good person and all the fruit of that and the evidence of that is, is around me because I live a comfortable life and I have great abundance. Um, there, there's also a, a surprise for people when, um, when facing death. And, and, you know, especially maybe if, if um, and again, the, the root of all kinds of evils is not um, money, but it's the love of money. It's, it's to put your faith and trust in money. And that's why in, in the Timothy passage, there's this don't be haughty, you know, use uh, to give to the poor, to, to, to love and care for others. But, there, but when you're not doing that, there, it, death comes as a surprise. Um, and it, it's like people say, well, how did this happen? And I, I don't know, maybe you guys have been there too, where sometimes at, you know, at the coffin, you know, someone is looking at their loved one who has died is maybe 100 years old and everything under the sun that was wrong with them. And they're like, how did this happen? Um, you know, they weren't ready. They right. weren't prepared. They weren't thinking about that. Their life was focused only on this life, which is, as I get older, it's very, very short, right? Right. And, um, but instead of the things that are lasting, and ultimately those things that are lasting um, come f- through the Word of God. We, we only see as we hear the Word of God that brings life to us. It's a lot there. Yeah. yeah. So looks can be deceiving. The Word of God is truth. So why don't we go to a, um, a hymn. There's a the hymn of the day is Lord Thee I Love With All My Heart. And it, it um, brings attention to uh, um, Lazarus, right, at Abraham's bosom. And ask that we would uh, be brought there as well. And that's how we're brought through faith in Jesus Christ through his word. I don't know, what should we... I think the third stanza kind of summarizes... Pulls it all together. Pulls it all together, yeah. Well, let's do that. All right. Lord, let at last thine angels come To Abram's bosom bear me home That I may die unfearing And in its narrow chamber keep my body safe in peaceful sleep until thy reappearing, and then from death awaken me, that these mine eyes with joy may see. O Son of God, thy glorious face, my Saviour and my fount of grace. Lord Jesus Christ, my prayer attend, my prayer attend, and I will praise Thee without end. Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance on you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank Have you. Have a great Thank week. You.